Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody, this is part two of our episode about The Goop Lab on Netflix. Uh, we had producer Doug back Skyping in from uh, from Seattle and uh, we just wanted to hop on, say thanks for listening, and give a quick shout out to our patrons on patreon.com backslash how bad could it be? You guys are the greatest. You keep our show going and on the internet. Just a quick shout out to Alyssa and B and Connor and Jennifer O and Rosalie and Tim and Waylon and our brand new patron, Jennifer L. Thank you so much, Jennifer L, for, for coming along. If you want to check out all the exclusive content on patreon.com, head to, head to patreon.com backslash how bad could it be? We have lots of episodes and posts and pictures and all sorts of stuff that you can get for only a dollar. Check it out. Patreon.com backslash how bad could it be? Now, please enjoy the episode. I don't like to try anything new. I'm a lot like me. I'm a little like you. Lead a fear based life. Now there's nothing to do when you're bored. On my shoulder, we feel this life, and we don't even try anymore. So, how bad could it be? How bad could it be? How bad could it be? Let's find out. Really upset that how much I've actually enjoyed this show, though, to be honest. Goop as a show? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah like, I, the I, subject matter made me so upset, but then like I also enjoyed the way it was presented. Yeah, yeah, I thought that I would like straight, I, straight up hate watch it. Yeah, but it was more just watch, watch it. Hey, yeah. not about this stuff, but we can just chat about other things. Yeah. Do you do you you have Netflix obviously because you watch good. Oh, yeah. Do you watch Do you watch superhero stuff at all? Is that a genre you like? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So there's a there's a movie I just watched it tonight called Code Eight, Code um, Eight. and it's got if you watch Arrowverse stuff you'll recognize oh, yeah. the, the two people right away. So it's what is his name Steve Amell uh-huh. who plays the Oliver oh, Queen, the Arrow. I started watching uh, watching this and then fell asleep. Yeah, and then the other dude I guess is somewhat distantly related to him. He was he's a side character in the Arrowverse. He played Ronnie Raymond. He was the first half of firestorm on flash before uh right, right, right. switch over to jacks um so it's the the two of them are like the the main people but it was surprisingly good i okay. uh, the the intro i didn't like because it was like very heavy backstory exposition yeah. but fine like yeah the watchman does the same thing like let's build the world real quick for you right and it's not it's not a great show but i was like this is kind of an interesting exploration here you know it right. was it's I, I as a genre, I was like, this is like dystopian cyberpunk, but also superpowers. Nice, I'll tell you. Yeah, they just dropped the new season of Flash on there too. That I've been catching up on, so it's. Oh, uh, uh, I haven't it. finished because I haven't. I watch them on Netflix, and so. Yeah. No. Same. I yeah. And that's uh, the I new did, season just came. Okay, I did watch up to the Crisis episodes um, mm. through the CW app because I was like, Ugh, every time I look stuff up online, I'm getting like yeah. spoilers for Arrowverse. So yeah. I'll just watch up to Crisis and then I'll catch up with the rest when they nice. drop. 
Have you watched right, the? I'll uh, be right back. The, okay. <laughs> have you watched yeah. the Crisis uh, thing, Doug? Yeah, uh, on for Arrowverse. Is it good? Because isn't that the one well, that they were going to bring back all the Superman? Yeah, they, it's 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 bananas. Um, Is it? I was excited I, about well, it, but I was also curious I, so how they're going to do that. I love that. Arrowverse, so that's important. I love Arrowverse, okay. and this I know that Arrowverse is hot garbage. No, yes. it, but it's fun though because it's like it's fun. It's, it's fun. silly. And, and Le- Legends of Tomorrow is one of it's the best. It's so fun. I I love it's Legends so of Tomorrow, but doesn't yeah. but doesn't Brandon Routh also play yes. Adam? So how does he do that with with? Because oh, didn't he it's, come back as Superman? Yeah, because he was in that Superman Returns movie or whatever yeah. with with uh, Kevin Spacey. Right. Uh, and so yeah, he shows up as Superman as that Superman, and it's it's great. It's 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 so and they. And they have, they even have the Smallville dude, Superman, shows up. That's it's, what I heard. Is he still beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> I wondered what that Well, guy. let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about dad bods? <laughs> How do you feel really? about sort of chubby dudes that, you know, used to be cut that now are a little soft? Oh, my God. They're, they're plaid. Oh, my God. No, that I actually mean, kind of hot. Yeah, it is really hot. <laughs> I was like, oh, I really love this, like soft superman <laughs> oh my god interesting i mean and do you know he... did you watch supergirl at all did you know that john cryer played lex Luthor? oh no i don't, I don't watch supergirl okay so yeah there's yeah, I mean, Supergirl's part of the crossover and so lex Luthor shows up and it's john cryer uh who's lex Luthor in the supergirl show as well oh and he's the one that has the confrontation with with uh with soft superman smallville oh Oh, because who's the guy that played Lex Luthor, the bald man? Who's that bald young guy that played him? In, in Smallville? In Smallville, oh. right? Uh, oh, I don't know who played him on Smallville. It was like I'm, he was he was bald, but he was clearly shaving his head. What yeah. was that yeah. guy? Uh, his name is Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, okay. Yeah, he doesn't show up because they since they have Wait, him, does Lex Small, Luthor. Does Smallville crossover with the... I am seeing... Oh dad um tom welling right now i i looked it up yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> every like sexual fantasies i didn't even know i would have because you know why i was thinking about lately how i secretly have always had a gross sexual fantasy about garth brooks sure <laughs> and so happen. now i see it it's like oh man you're gonna go out you're gonna work on the yard and i'll make you a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you'll be out there like and the thunder rolls and i'll be like yeah, <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> Doug, were you telling me that you haven't seen smallville i have not seen smallville oh man that's it's on my list that's the, oh, the podcast we gotta smallville. do yeah it's i love good. smallville i love the song yeah. remember that song that's oh like, yeah somebody say <laughs> It's really funny because in co- when I was in college, I didn't start watching Smallville when it came up, but I had a girl in my chemistry class who every time we would work on our, because um, I was taking marine biology, we'd work on experiments, whatever, in our chemistry class, and she'd always be talking about Smallville, and she was like, you have to watch it, you have to watch it, and I was so disinterested, and then I watched, she gave me a, a, a DVD of a couple yeah. burned episodes, and I was sold based on mm. the song. <laughs> we used to uh, oh we used to rent God. like the entire season from Blockbuster, and then uh, uh, we had uh, and then we'd watch it all in one weekend. With uh, we'd have my brother's friend Alex come over and his big sister, who uh, I was 
dating at the time would come over and we'd all sit and watch an entire season of it. So I get yeah. one again. It was great. The one benefit of me not watching Smallville was that I qualified to do the spec script episode of Smallville. And that oh, was nice. really fun. Oh, I, re- yeah. I really enjoyed that. It didn't, the recording's not great, so I don't think it'll ever get released, but I'm thinking about trying to find a way to record it myself because I was, I was quite proud of that. Oh, nice. I, I only ever got asked to write a spec script for Transparent. Mm, and, uh-huh. and, I, and I sent Chris back. I was like, I don't think I'm the right person for this. <laughs> I, was like, I feel like this should be a trans woman that makes fun of how ill, you know, how much the show didn't, should have had a, tr- made a main character as a trans woman instead of a rapist cis man. Right. Um, yeah, I think someone from Portland wound up doing that. That was yeah. It was actually it was a, that was a it was a fun episode. Yeah, and I and I and I think I think I I took the high road and made the right decision by doing that. But he like they've never asked me to do another one. Yeah, <laughs> like that it's was the so, only one. That could and be I'm a whole separate bummed. discussion we could have off the air. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. So instead of promoting other more successful podcasts, oh great, <laughs> let's get back to Gwyneth Paltrow's starvation diet uh, yes. where for five days she does a cleanse a uh, big air quotes cleanse if you're listening don't do a big air quotes cleanse it doesn't work and it's bad for you where she only drinks that. tea and eats soup yeah she eats and, powdered yeah. reconstituted soup yeah and uh-huh. drinks tea and then I think she has maybe in the beginning she gets a couple of um yeah. like grain bars but yeah yeah it's a structured fast it's like yeah this is you know you'll start off with a, a, a higher amount and you'll taper off to get to the low point right. in the valley and then you'll kind of climb back out the last two days where it'll bump up right. a little bit yeah i thought i thought it was wild that she was doing something where she was consuming 500 calories a day yeah but like, it also seemed like that was so long yeah like, yeah. like, I, like, from what I understand, fasting, like, once in a while for, like, a day uh, mm-hmm. can have some health benefits, but doing it for, like, a week seems so well, wild. Well, it's wild, too, because I have to say, and I'm, I don't want to sound self-righteous or anything, because I did not participate this in this, but I always thought it was wild hearing about fasting, mostly from my time living in Olympia, not just with Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> but <laughs> when I worked at the comic book store I had a coworker who who quit and started working for um Radiance downtown and mm. um in Olympia it's you know your basic whatever herbal medicine place and um he started doing this like volcanic he was doing volcanic ash fast <laughs> where he was just eating volcanic ash oh. and then he like you end up shitting out this disgusting long black thing oh what he, and he's like, look, this is all the impurities coming out of your body. Uh, was like, or it's just like the fucking non-edible ash you're eating attaching <laughs> to any protein that's in your body and coming out. And like, <laughs> But the reason I always found that wild is because I feel like I am going to sound self-righteous, but because my dad used to participate in fasting um, as protest when he right. when he used to fast with like Cesar Chavez during the grape strike and stuff like that right hunger and, strike type <laughs> hunger strike yeah and they would like for grapes but like i <laughs> so it's wild to me 
like I never that was my first understanding not that I was there I didn't do it so I'm not like some kind of important person but I mean like that was my first uh thing hearing about it and then hearing about it again in college and stuff where people are like oh just trying to get the impurities out of my body but my only understanding about it is not just Cesar Chavez fasting but Gandhi and stuff like, yeah, your context uh, for it is very different than it. Yeah, my context like, for it prior to that was uh, political, like to, mm-hmm. and and so that was inter- that juxtaposition is interesting. But again, I am never a person who has fasted for political reasons, so I'm not that I'm not I'm not pious and important, and <laughs> like I've never done something that intense uh, for something I believe in, but um, myself. But I just think it's wild to see someone who's like gonna people have starved to change the world they right. live in. and then people are starving because i don't know why actually yeah like and I guess, some people do it for like spiritual reasons or religious reasons right oh like yeah because yeah because you yeah but i but like her being like i guess the idea well and this whole plan is to go i'm gonna fast to the point that my my biological age is (laughs) younger than my what did they call what did they call your actual age they didn't say actual age they said it it was something chronological age or something versus your biological age and they also had facial age i think (laughs) at one point (laughs) just just, i don't know where they get those numbers what determines that you're yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> That was the the like hand wavy pseudoscience in this one, where it's like we're gonna take your blood and we're gonna measure it in this age measuring machine, and then we're gonna <laughs> right. tell you what your what your blood right. age is. Yes, Gwyneth Paltrow, you're 49, but your blood age 47.5. <laughs> yeah, which is oh, it's silly. I didn't, and I also hated the outcome was Gwyneth doing her very dangerous unhealthy fast yeah. lost the most like literally, years. literally the worst part was when she was like in her office like leaning on things she's like i just don't know why i feel like falling over right now it just, it's just so mind-blowing to me and yeah and i also thought it was wild that um uh elise was like uh doing a selfie video where she's like the worst part of this diet is my husband's back there, you know, eating a croissant. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what pescatarian diet means you can't eat a croissant? You're not vegan. Like, well, I think it's because croissants are really bad for you. They're yeah, mostly but butter. I guess, but like, it probably doesn't I, fall in their health conscious thing. Yeah, I guess. But and then the mom who had the vegan diet was the cutest. Yeah. That lady was actually really sweet. I like, I really like. She was that the lady. most. I, I, I hate to say the word normal, but yeah, she yeah, was the though. most sort of like average. You she know, just very regular. She yeah, felt relatable. Like, it seemed like Goop was a job yeah. for her. That it yeah. wasn't like I'm on board with this brand. Wasn't it? It wasn't this fucking cult that everyone oh, yeah. else was yeah. participating Elise, in. Elise, the uh, I don't know if she's the VP or something, but she's very seemingly close to Gwyneth. She's yeah. It was like a v, chief executive of content. Oh right. Oh, she like there was something I know I said earlier where she seemed insecure and it made me sad. But there's something else about her I disliked looking at her face throughout mm. the show and mm-hmm. i don't know why and i i've been trying to think about it and i think it's because she looks like a family friend of of mine growing mm. up who was like um uh, my sister's best friend's mom who was like a mary Kay consultant who was like this lady that i just felt like 
you are stuck in this life you are unhappy with. I don't know. She's always had this look on her face where I'm like, she's so unhappy, but she's pretending that she's not unhappy. And the wild thing was that her name was Mary Kay and she was a Mary Kay consultant. (laughs) And so she had like a, a van that she had like a personalized license plate and stuff. And I don't know. That's who this lady, she looked like her so much. Just something like she had a very, she had very awkward body language and and then all the stuff about her like building up Gwyneth or shitting on Gwyneth. It was just weird. <laughs> she such a weird vibe. I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah she's definitely um, drinking the goop Kool-Aid. She's full. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, and I forgot that at one point Gwyneth described her, which I'm assuming is some sort of trademarked term where she was like, you're so goopy. It, it really does feel like a cult though, right? Yeah. Is yeah, that the only right, one that felt right. like What's like level zero of a cult, and that's that's what this is. She's trying yeah. to have her own Scientology. Yeah, uh, like I'm sure there's a lot of peer money. pressure there to 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 be on board with this stuff. But there's right. clearly they have people who aren't fully on board with it that must offer some sort of skills that can right. help out in this <clears> endeavor. And and you can leave because it's just <clears> a job. Right. But yeah. Like the next step is definitely <laughs> you're right on the knife's edge of of yeah. cultism. Uh, speaking yeah. of wackadoo stuff, the next episode. Oh, also. Oh wait, on. I, I I have final thoughts on this one. Yeah, oh, yeah before we on, I think we should mention the vampire facial thing. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they took out Gwyneth Paltrow's blood, spun it up, separated the plasma or whatever, right. and then then tattooed the plasma back into her face. Yes. And then, and oh, and we're then not the saying vampire just, facial as like a as a snarky comment. That is no, what they called it. That's, that's what, what they, they call it. it. Yeah, yeah. I found what that. Else would you call it? Wild. Is that, that where is that where the plasma I sell at the end of the month goes? Like what? <laughs> what is that thing? By the way, does anyone know what that thing is called that shakes samples up in a circle? Mm, a centrifuge. Centrifuge. Because I was I was telling Josh when we watched that episode that my favorite thing in in college when I took marine biology is we had to do uh, fish DNA samples where we took the sample from their eyeballs that we cut out. <laughs> anyway, but the centrifuge part of it and then making the actual samples um, was, you know, like uh, creating the, what do you call it? The genetic magic serum. <laughs> yeah. You like, you drip it into each little, I don't know, the pipettes, little centrifuges, whatever. But the centrifuge thing was, I loved that piece of equipment. <laughs> it <was> so, <laughs> I thought it was so cool. <laughs> That was, and so when they were using it in this episode, I was like, God. And I was thinking to myself, like, God, I love a centrifuge. And I don't know. I didn't wasn't even thinking that. I wasn't thinking of that word because I couldn't remember it. But <laughs> like, I couldn't get down with that. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like, Oh, I the, love those things. The other procedure we should note on is where they sewed that lady's face. Oh, mm. that was the fucking grossest thing I've ever seen in my that life. That was really gross. Beads. Yeah, yeah, especially when he so when they sew them in, there's like lines across your uh, yeah. cheeks, yeah. and they bring the, the the I don't know why I'm showing it because this is audio, but they they pull the flesh up. So what it looks like when the when the dissolvable yeah. thread is in there is you look a little Joker like for, right. for which, a while. Which the doctor pointed out to her, I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe not the best idea 
to make right. you feel self-conscious about that. And he also said when he put in the first thread, he goes, you might hear a crunching sound. Oh. Which is pros- possibly the grossest thing someone could say to me in a yeah. numbed area. <laughs> like, I numbed this area. FYI, you're about to hear a crunching sound. Yeah. Oh. Doug, what you said you had some, some closing thoughts on this, uh, uh, this episode. This episode, we got to see the stony face, uh, what is it, phle- phlebotomist? The blood-taking lady oh. who was just sitting yeah. there who seemed like, this is a weird job, but whatever. <laughs> Take the blood, yeah. hand the blood off. I loved her. She had zero lines. Um, yeah. I also like this episode because we got to off camera hear uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's daughter, Al- Apple, uh, mm-hmm. do like a s- cell phone filming of Gwyneth Paltrow just sort of like lounging and flopping in the throes of a, uh, of a fast. And it yeah. felt like Apple was sort of mocking her mother. <laughs> just she, like, have you- I'm, I'm, I'm going to film you during this like weird fucked up thing that you're doing. Um, and I kind of appreciated that. Apple's presence on Instagram through Gwyneth Paltrow is pretty minor, but she posted a picture of her recently um, for her 16th birthday, and it is highly sensual for a post that you would post of your daughter. That's all I have to oh, say about it. Which going is like the Kardashian route. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, huh? Okay, whatever. Okay. I mean, obviously, her daughter is beautiful, though. I mean. Like she took, she took the mediocrity of Gwyneth Paltrow, and that was injected with the British weirdness <laughs> of that guy that sings for Coldplay, and kind of, you know, like Brad Pitt. You know, both of his biological parents are ugly, but that shit came together to create yeah, beauty. Yeah, sure. Like that's yeah. what happened. Like it's sometimes a real, it's a real Lobo Sanchez situation. You know? <laughs> yeah, because sometimes two beautiful people come together, and then you get a rumor Willis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's just like like. Well, no, she's a nice person, but I just mean like you get an egghead yeah. buff yeah. man and a woman yeah. who has very tiny defined features, and you throw yeah. them together genetically, and it's awkward. <laughs> so that's what, that's what. But you know, she's very pretty. But um. So this is yeah. the Healthman was the first episode I was upset the entire time watching it. Yeah, uh, this is where oh, really? instead the of just spurts. Rocks. And then just full-blown rage the last two episodes. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I have one last thing about this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that during the first episode, there's a, something Elise says to Gwyneth Paltrow of something like, yeah, but you're in the middle of a fast right now. And I was oh. like, I was like, that's weird. Like, why? It's, is it about the push-ups? Is it about when they're doing the push-ups for the... Oh. The yeah. No, it was... Oh yeah, maybe it was that with like when they're gonna do like the the, the during the thing. the cold comfort thing. Yeah, she's in the middle. Yeah, of that. He, you think that was he an has them do his breathing. Episodes? Absolutely. I mean, I definitely. I yeah. feel like this yeah. this this whole series couldn't have been filmed in more than a handful. The minimum amount right. of days needed to film. Yeah, right. no, he uh, he, uh, he has them do push-ups and right. with his breathing exercise, and and Elise does mention that Gwyneth Paltrow is totally gonna destroy her, even though she's fasting. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, as a good soldier, uh, Elise stops. Elise pretends <laughs> yeah. she can't yeah. do anymore. Yeah. So Gwyneth, yeah. even though I'm like, Elise, go fuck yourself. You're yeah. ger- you look German as fuck. You yes, like say, that is some hardy ass like, stuff. Right? You look like you could carry two goats over your shoulder, <laughs> walking over a hill, casually, yeah. casually yeah. draped over your shoulder. And also, have you ever seen someone so smug? About doing push-ups, <laughs> like, she's like, "I did 24." I was like, "Okay." Yes, I, I have. Uh, that person is me. 
<laughs> that's why I mean it's like Elise I feel like Elise always feels like she has to take like I don't know like se- like be second fiddle but I'm always or act like she's less strong but I'm yeah. like I always think that I'm like you look so Germanic like you look mm-hmm. like you could build a house and yeah. like, <laughs> is sweet and, and docile okay. and doll like and Swedish and like <laughs> she's, right. not, she's not picking up goats <laughs> So the next episode okay. is called The Energy Experience. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which features yeah. a person named John Amaral uh, who oh, does energy oh. healing. He, uh, <laughs> he, lay, he lay down on a massage table and then he yanks you around like a marionette using your energy <laughs> strings. Like he and, doesn't uh, touch. He, he doesn't and he, touch And he them, realigns right? your vibrations and... Uh, <laughs> And then you're healed from stuff. So yes, it's uh, now we're into it's a slightly more. It's a slightly more plausible version of being a chiropractor. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just it's more honest because he doesn't call himself a doctor. I think it's really, it's really <laughs> hot takes. Yeah, hot it's takes. Chiropr- it's, a, it's a chiropractor where you remove any association to science whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, where you don't you, you just the mask has been pulled back. And uh, and and you've been revealed. Uh, th- I don't even know what to talk about. Like it's just such plain. So I have some thoughts nonsense. on this one. Uh-huh. This guy, this guy is top to bottom a scam artist. A hundred percent up and down, no <laughs> question about <laughs> yeah. it. He may, in his own mind, be like, "Whoa, I can't believe this lady <laughs> is like gyrating on this table because right. what I'm doing right. is a hundred percent bullshit." So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. maybe. Maybe I do have magic powers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I think at this point in his life, he is probably drinking his own Kool-Aid and yeah. does legitimately oh. believe that he can control energy. But that is not how yeah. his career arc went. I think that he <laughs> definitely started off not believing that this worked. Yeah. Right. That it was just a way to trick people out of money. It. By I, the way, Doug, Doug, do you, I want you to guess how much... A ninety-minute session with him, one-on-one costs fifteen hundred dollars. Twenty-five hundred dollars. Two thousand five hundred dollars for ninety minutes of him waving his arms around above you. And it seems like it's it's beholden on you to do a lot of the work. Oh Oh, yeah. And like, what if my body can't to to know when he's faking the flow, (laughs) and then you know where to bend? And like that that dancer lady kept getting up into like some pretty strenuous like yoga poses that my body definitely would not be able to support. Well, can I say my two thoughts about this episode? Absolutely. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of thoughts on this one. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know why I keep saying my two thoughts. I think I'm trying to do two cents, and I'm not doing it correctly. But anyway, um, basically, like one. I think oh, I'm I was saddened the minute that um Elise or whoever said, Oh, we got Julianne uh how how hug? I'm not yeah. sure if they your last name. How maybe? But um, okay, so if you don't know who she is, it's H O U G H. But she right. is um, She's like a dancer actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a professional dancer. Uh she does musicals. I don't know if she's been on Broadway or anything, but um, she's mostly known for being on Dancing with the Stars years ago. Um, she was one of the professionals. Her brother is also on it, was on it for a long time. Darren. She has a legitimate career. Yeah. yeah. Um, she is the lead in Rock of Ages, one of the greatest musical of all time. Oh, <laughs> not, in the, not in the actual uh, run, but I think in the movie. But anyway, she was a Mormon, her and her brother. And um, 
than what I know her of outside of these professional things is that she has a very prominent role in a documentary about Tony Robbins. Uh, I am not your guru. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it, which is a good documentary. Yeah, if you go in, if you go in realizing this guy's a creep and yeah, you know, and whatever. He, he makes that very clear with his gendered bullshit he says throughout. Yeah. It. But like she's there, and she's so sad and and sweet and like just so desperate to be um, part of something. And yeah, you right. see that and she's just like, he's so amazing. He's brought so many great things to my life. And, and you sense that in that documentary. Yeah. So when they said she was in, I was like, man, this lady is just so trying to find herself, something. you know, like, yeah. yeah. Like, and I feel bad. Like she's just vulnerable and stuff. So I wasn't shocked she, that they chose her, but, but yeah. she's also apparently she's someone who I did Google. Cause I was like, Oh, she seems familiar, but I don't quite know who she is. Yeah. And I realized I didn't know her. It, she was just like, uh, it's that like classically, generically Hollywood, beautiful well, she's white like a blonde C-list lady. Yeah. Celebrity, like she's yeah. she's she's like D-list. Right. Yeah. Right, but but like her physical features, it's like oh, I'm just thinking of some. I I, yeah. I think honestly, I was thinking of the woman who played. Uh, the the one of the main characters in the boys, the superhero show on oh. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, like she looked like Starlight. Where it's just like you're just a generic, corn-fed blonde white lady, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but then when I was looking her up, it sounds like that she is also she's not at that level, but that she's moving in towards this like Goop style health yeah. and wellness brand thing. So that she's kind of doing these things and now moving towards turning that into what her career is. Mm. Yeah. And that makes sense. Cause she hasn't been on dancing with the stars or doing stuff really. So I see that, yeah. but like, so her inclusion actually made me believe it was bullshit immediately. Like I already thought yeah. it was bullshit, but like when they said she was there, I was like, Oh, this is okay. 100%. Right. This is the bullshit. most credible person they can get. That's yeah. Yeah. This. yeah this like, this is hundred percent bullshit. And then like, but the other thing about it is all I was thinking about his relationship with these people that he's doing this, this practice with, it felt like, and I was saying to Josh and uh, Josh knows about this more than me, but like, um, or I don't know, I guess you never did the Christian tongue speaking stuff. Oh, That's but not, if you want ooh. to talk about mir- I have a story about miracles. If you, oh, I want to say oh, for, well, the med- for the medium one though. For, uh, okay. But, the medium. but um, I, um, I, you know, grew up, my parents are atheists. I grew up uh, atheist, but um, I did go to a um, church camp when I was in third grade. And it was shocking because I went from having no experience with church, like literally watching, I think, uh, Lamb Chop's Bible stories was like the <laughs> most, like, you know, the most exposure I had to uh, Christianity. And I went to this place and like, they had that, you know, tent area that everyone came to. Yeah, that everyone came to. And these are children. I mean, like, the they weren't even teenagers. I mean, we're all in preschool, middle school. And um, we'd come in this tent, and the, the preacher who, I remember this to be true, but maybe I'm remembering it weird, but he looked like David Koresh. That's what I remember. <laughs> That's possibly not true. a real cool true. cat. Yeah, I mean, there's possibly that I'm mixing f- memories because of that time. But um, in people would bring out their Bibles and they started doing the whole speaking in tongues stuff and they were delivering people. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see with audio, but like delivering people and stuff in the front of the revival tent or whatever. And 
um i never seen this shit before and it was like blowing my mind like it was so like not in a way that i was like this is so cool like i was legitimately really scared and um when i uh was kind of I ended up at the front because my whole cabin of the church we were from, which was called the gospel lighthouse in Shalis, Washington. We were like, went to the front. And then one of the people in the church who was a kid that I had a crush on in my grade um, mm-hmm. was getting delivered. And so everyone was just falling in the thing. Like they put their hands out and they were like speaking, like just talking weird. And I was mm-hmm. like, everyone gets it and I don't like what the fuck's Mm -hmm. wrong with me like and so I just was like I'm just gonna pretend and so I just started saying stuff but I um I said I said um the word kemosabi which (laughs) my my uh counselor was calling us all weekend (laughs) which was upsetting whatever other story but she was calling us that. And so she heard me say that word and she took me aside and then made me and then locked me in my cabin the rest of the evening for faking speaking tongues. But that's whatever. But the thing is, I remember that really strong feeling of being like, I want to like, I want to believe this is real. And then like when the person yeah. fell back and they do the whole thing where they're like, oh, a spirit's pushing him over, whatever the fuck they say. And, and like an angel. <laughs> that's, like, no, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. like an angel, like, uh, leads them to the ground or something like you're not supposed to actually hold them to the ground like they kind of fall i don't remember but i remember us pushing this person over sure <laughs> I remember us helping them to the ground but i yeah, wanted it's so like badly it's like ouija boards it. yeah, yeah like i wanted so badly to go this is real and 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 like because i wanted to be a part of that intense emotion but i didn't get so, it so for what it's worth when this energy therapist guy is working on someone and then they sort of like jut up their back when he's yeah. actually pulling the energy from their feet and he knows that they're faking it. He will put them into energy jail until they uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was real. But I, I, am curious, I am curious how, you know, if they're on their stomach or if their eyes are closed, how do they know where he's, I mean, because sometimes he's not touching them, but maybe you can just sense where his hand oh, is. Oh, yeah. So I thought about this a little bit myself and i think that the, the the major factor here is the editing of the video where we don't watch a full session from beginning to end mm-hmm. we're watching like a few second snippet highlights right. of a $2500 90 minute session yeah. so at the times during that period where he's pulling up where they're thrusting up and they're dropping down where he's you know maestro pianoing the energy down then those are the ones they use. And when, you know, they're convulsing their feet while <laughs> he's, you know, at their stomach, then they just don't include those. That, that to me is oh, how, yeah. how you get to this right. point. And that that, makes sense. I, I also think that there's, there's probably a level of not hypnosis or self-hypnosis, but of people, you know, just maybe reacting to this without them consciously to. thinking they're faking it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and you, that makes sense because actually, I felt like we saw a lot more of the session with four people, where you have a mm-hmm. lot more editing possibilities. And the right. one that happened one on one with Gwyneth, I don't think we were actually shown anything other than her getting off the table. But and, we saw like a couple of moments in it, but not yeah. much. 
Yeah, and then she was just saying, oh, I'm really tired. I felt like that was yeah. most of what we <laughs> saw of the one-on-one, but yeah. the one with four people, which obviously you can edit things. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and this is the one where they specifically had someone that they work with mention being a scientist and being, I think <laughs> yeah. this is the one, and being interested in the science of the energy. And then it was very non-committal for him afterwards, where it was like, yeah, I don't know. I guess it'd be interesting to see a more scientific study of this. And they present that as like, boom, case closed. <laughs> right. I was, this is the first one that they had like a random weirdo, like a doctor sitting next to him being like, mm-hmm. yeah, basically this is real. But he, but also it's like, what are you a doctor of? Or like, yeah, what? <laughs> doctor I was made up science. Yeah, because they always like love to say, "Well, people won't let you know." Here's the truth: people are denying you. you right. Know? That doctor seemed. If this is the one where he seemed to be like, "No, I want to learn more about this. I want to study this." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was the just. Uh, yeah, exactly what you expect from these people. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, and I have I have another complaint about this episode. Okay. Uh, it's the, 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 the energy doctor at one point goes on the energy doctor, the energy, I forget what his name is. <laughs> the energizer. Yeah. No, I like, I like energizer that. guy. At one point he is going on this explanation of how this is not just super made up bullshit. <laughs> and, and this is the, the, the hallmark that the woo woo healing yep. life energy stuff that you're being sold. I know the where red, this is going the giant red flag that you're about to hear a ration of bullshit is yep. when they talk about quantum energy, quantum, quantum and physics, and quantum quantum physics. Yes. As soon as as oh, soon as you God. have someone who is not yeah. a quantum physicist, yep. not an astronomer, not whatever, yep. as soon as it's anyone outside of that realm of physics is talking about yeah, but you know these studies. I'm looking at you, Deepak physics, Chopra. Yeah, it's yeah. it's you're you're about to get a huge pile of bullshit. And what's yeah. really interesting to me here is that he mentions, like, one of the classic, there's two classic pieces of bullshit. No, it's two classic pieces of legitimate science that then get spun <laughs> into bullshit by other people um, from, from quantum physics. One is the entanglement stuff of the, the Einstein spooky action at a distance, where, like, <laughs> this, this is used to prove psychic oh, stuff yeah. like, this, this particle is doing halfway across the world that's one of them and then the second one is the observer has an effect that by observing the natural world by observing yeah. energy you a conscious being by you're just looking at something has an effect on that energy and therefore i'll ladder up from here to say that all this other stuff is true but What's interesting to me is that just by random happenstance, I had been listening to a different podcast just a few days before I watched this, where oh. it was some it was some boring talky talky political podcast. And then this one episode was like, hey, today I want to do something different. I want to talk to a physicist about shit that like boggles my mind and I just want to try and work this out. And it was it was the hardest podcast I've listened to because I kept having to rewind because I tend to listen listen on doing other right. things and distracted. And then I'm like, wait, what, what the fuck did they just say? And then I have to rewind and then kind of like actively listen. But in this one, they, they talk about the quantum physics stuff and specifically they talk about this observer effect. And this physicist was saying like, oh, this is a frustrating thing 
that physicists in the 50s used these labels that now people misunderstand. And he was saying like the observer in these experiments, it, it's not consciousness. It's literally like a camera. And it's not even that a camera is recording. It's, it's just a rock. It's just a thing that has a physical presence has an effect on other things, you know? Right. But what it's spun out to is that, like, consciously humans are unique in the universe in that they observe a thing with their conscious mind and then their conscious mind affects this energy. And it's, that's, not, that's not at all what these things are saying right. in physics. I so that, 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 that really like stood out as a sore thumb to me. I was like, yep, here it comes. Here's a huge yes. rational bullshit being fed to us. I feel like there's always with, with people that do different, these things that are, you can say, I don't know, feel easily being like, there's no proof that this works. Um, there's always like a regular phrase that someone says that reminds you like, oh yeah, they're full of shit. I have one for the next episode, which I'll bring up. Mm, well, just let's jump into it. You want to explain yeah. what it was? Well, yeah, I got nothing left on this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like, well, there was something they said in this one that made me think of it. But we can jump into the next one. But the next episode is called has a corny name. What is it? Are you Are you into it? But into are you into it? it? Spelled like <laughs> intuition without the I O N yeah. on it. Although Which intuition is just our ions interacting and vibrating together, man. <laughs> First, I read it as in a way. Me too. <laughs> I was like, me yeah, too. I was like, what is this episode? I um, was so I was tensed up. I was like, "Oh my god, are we gonna go into like, you know, like, Inuit like, culture and some right, kind have of like, you ritual found your stuff. tribe?" Yes. <laughs> like, do you yes. know you're, then you're an it, animal? It took me a while. I was. This is one of these things where I'm going further down the road. I'm like, "Wait, is there some sort of like Inuit psychic uh, stuff that I've never heard of?" Right. <laughs> there, there is like, um, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but there is particularly like because i work in social services with uh queer and trans youth and we always give people um resources of things they could find one of the highest rated rated like um resources for queer and trans youth um around support um online is a group that uses the word tribe in their website and uses a lot of language of find your tribe and a course that's run by white queers and so i always i never recommend it to people um i have but i always put a disclaimer that i'm like fyi this is not cool language um and i just hate that because i've actually sent them emails before where i'm like this is such a good resource just stop fucking using this language um anyway but this episode is about uh the goop team I, it, we could say the team but it's always kind of different people some of the same but it changes but they are going to visit oh psychic but she's not only a psychic she's a medium uh, <laughs> i did like are, that distinction yeah. yeah which are different things which she explains um because you can have both be a psychic and have i think she describes it as what mediumship medium uh media uh mediumship yes yeah mediumship so she uh considers considers herself a medium and a psychic and um and then a bunch some people from the group of uh, the goop team they uh go goop, goop. And the group goop, the goop group <laughs> they go oh my god i'm so old that i thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
um, they they go and uh, they not only some of them get one-on-one -on -one readings one one-on-one uh, -on -one reading is done by someone who is seemingly pretty open and is I don't know if she's an outright believer but she's open to the experience and one is done by a person who's very skeptical and then the rest of it is the the psychic teaching um, the team how to tap into their own psychic right. abilities and mediumship <laughs> ah, but so the reason the segue i'll say is that like doug was saying there's sometimes a phrase you hear that you're like oh this person is a fucking charlatan first of all <laughs> like psychics and mediums it's already kind of like oh i'm more pro psychics than i'll ever be pro mediums <laughs> uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> weird um, weird weird uh, delineation you're making there. Oh, I feel like if you take one, you get to take the other. Yeah, that's it's, fair. It's... That's fair. But I feel like I have gotten positive experiences out of like tarot readings or someone yeah. pretending to predict my future, even though I know it's yeah. not real. Which, which um, listeners, if I... you haven't, you should go back and listen to the episode where <laughs> Al and Doug and I got psychic readings oh, right. we with did. music right. superstar yeah. Mal Blum. Right. Yes. The episode is in our archives. It's like episode, yeah. I don't know, like 20 or something. Um, and I've found it well and i probably said whatever i said in that episode but i've i've i found that charming and interesting mm -hmm. but i think when someone pretends to connect with your dead relatives yeah it's real fucked oh there's like i mean but obviously there's some benefit to it it's to me the whole what's the benefit versus the loss in that is like when someone says yeah i cheated on the person that i'm with but <laughs> wouldn't it hurt them more if i told them about it and I'm like, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't change that no matter what, there's a reality in which you cheated on this person. Mm -hmm. So either they're privy to that reality, which they should be so they can make their own decisions, yeah. or they're not. <laughs> you know, like it's really weird territory. Yeah. So that's what I feel like where it's like, I mean, I guess it's probably helpful for a person who didn't get to yeah. say goodbye to their, their loved yeah. one. But yeah, at the same I'm with time, you. I they're not really saying goodbye to their loved one i don't know right but does that does that matter if it helps the person right like does I it know. matter i think yeah. it matter i think it matters because it opens the door to charlatanism and that is a slippery slope that leads directly to donald trump being president of the united states <laughs> <laughs> and it, those, two, those two things are directly and irrevocably connected since they, Donald they Trump is that. president, then I think we have to accept psychic. <laughs> oh no, what year is it? Shit. <laughs> well, but the thing is, like, I'm like, I mean, if you needed that closure, sure. How much did you have to pay for right. that experience? And but are also, you probably aware that you probably didn't have it? I don't know. And, and don't you think that maybe therapy will provide a more of a real closure than pretending to talk to your dead mom? I mean, that's, like, yeah, that's I, you're going to get better closure going to Jamaica and taking mushrooms with yeah. Uh, Sasha. Yeah, honestly. 100%. Yeah, that's legit therapy over like something that's entirely false. But the thing I was going to say that she said, which I've heard from other psychics and I've heard from other belief systems, I don't, I have a hard time not feeling cynical about. I've been told, have you ever just been in a, felt someone staring at you <laughs> you know i have been told that about other things like right. other things related to tarot and yeah. horoscopes and witchcraft and 
and to be yeah. fair i love all these mediums of things yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. i i right. literally i could pull out all my crystals right now if i wanted to you <laughs> like, are i you love are it. the half mexican gwyneth paltrow Oh. Here's the here's the reason here's the, the reason why it all why it all needs to be confronted and all needs to be disproved is because it opens the door to I'm not the guapo. Be, to not believing oh my god I'm sorry I'm sorry, Open, sorry it opens the door to not believing experts and not believing scientists and not believing proof that something isn't real and that's the uh. entire crux of the world's problem right now. That's why the planet is dying and we can't save it because people don't believe experts because they still believe in magic. And it needs blah, and it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope that starts with tarot that, readings and Jesus. No, I think organized religion is much it's more. Organized religion is the same fault. thing. Just plus oh, 2,000 years. That it's much more at fault for that belief structure than people that believe. They're the same more problem, though. I mean, they're similar, That's like saying, but they're well, not the yeah, same. they have four flat tires, but we only have two. We'll get there. It'll be fine. Like, it's the same problem. It's the yeah, but you can drive on two flat tires. Which, you yeah, can't which, drive which, on which four. Which two tires? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both front, both back, Science and distrusting experts. One way we're stranded, one way we're fucked. We're all doomed. <laughs> Our children's future is doomed unless we well, stop hang on believing a second, in Josh. magic and address the world. In this episode, it is. we did have that scientist lady who was studying. Oh, By right. the way, did I the meant... scientist lady not look like a 20-year-old in costume? In old lady costume? Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. picture a 20 year old who's going to dress as their grandmother yeah, for Halloween. A, yes. And yes. that's what, the, and she seemed scared to yes. be there. <laughs> yeah. oh, she was so uncomfortable. I didn't understand it. She was so like, ugh. Yeah. like her vibe made me. Yeah. No, it's uh so this one, I don't even know what to say. There's a lady pretending to talk to dead relatives. Uh, she started reading uh, our queen on a, <laughs> But As incorrectly. Having none uh, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anna was rightfully so being like, this yeah. is silly. Yeah. Anna, Anna she was like, I'm this... seeing something about the movie Shrek. <laughs> that was the fucking wildest thing I've ever heard of psychics. Really? It was when so she good. was like something, and that's what I was telling Josh when she did that reading. I 100% think she was just looking at Anna and yeah. thinking of the things that Anna made her think of. So I think it was because Anna looks like Fiona from Shrek slightly. <laughs> and also because Anna looks slightly Latinx. She was like, something about Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> it was like so uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. This is well, the way well, they want me to say it. This is the way they want me to say it. This is, I'm seeing something about a donkey. That's the way they want me to say yeah. it. I'm seeing <laughs> something about Mexico. That's the way they want me to say it. Seeing your grandmother's sister. My grandma didn't have a sister. Bam! That was the moment I was waiting for the entire episode. I can't believe they left it in there. Yeah, I was actually kind of impressed with that level, but then I realized the level of like showing effectively it not working. Yeah. But of course, we then realize why they're showing us it not working is because all of a sudden the big reveal right. is that this is really about a camera person on set filming it where right. Shrek and Donkey and Mexico. <laughs> yeah, it all, all makes, up. it all makes perfect sense yeah. to this uh, other person who is in tears. So contrived. Uh, yeah. Man, yeah. Uh, so this so, is, I, I did appreciate her world building though. Yeah, <laughs> she really. I like her, her four Yeah, oh God. 
was it? it was clairvoyant you can see the yeah. future clairsentient you feel things off mm-hmm. of energy or something Claire audience Claire was that one of them Claire audience where you yeah. hear things and then Claire Claire recognize no, <laughs> no what was the one where you talk to you hear things oh I know you Claire see, audience was here you see things hear things, hear things feel things feel things and, Light things on fire, clear pyrotechnics. <laughs> yeah. No, but there was a clear recognize. Like clear, clear right, yeah. Clear recognize something. I loved her world building, but that made me angry. It's like, no, these are established. You can go online and yeah. look up like clairvoyance, clairdoyance. Yes. Yeah. Like, the, 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 the beta psychic world. Yeah. This yeah. was this was too much like going out on her own limb. Also, I <laughs> God damn it. That lady. Ah, she was so irritating. I really um uh, i felt like i'm curious what y'all think do you feel like she do you feel like gwyneth's team or the goop team had that that backup camera person go like oh you're talking about me because the reading with anna was going so badly right like i kept as it was happening i was like there's no way they'll let it end on this there's no way They'll let yep. it end on Anna clearly being like, this is bullshit. Right. So, I was surprised that that was yeah. in there until that reveal. But yeah, I don't think so. that was a plan. I don't think that was a plan. I think, so this, I think this woman, I can't tell if she's knowingly fraudulent or she legitimately believes that she has psychic powers. Because what's brilliant about her yeah. is that she, the, the, the woman running the session and trying, this, this one was the, she, so... There's the medium, which is I'm hearing other spirits that want me to tell you right. something. I don't know them, but you know them. That's the mediumship. And then the psychic stuff is I'm reading something from you directly. Like we have a psychic connection. Right. So when she was doing the medium stuff, she was very specifically calling out. It's basically she was a good debater where she knows yeah. that there's these things that what's the guy, John Roberts, that is famous for doing mm. those like psychic reading stops. We were trying to remember his name earlier, yeah. Yeah, I only know that because he was he had the same name as that dude that ran for president the one time. He he's <laughs> the guy who yeah, he's the guy that goes, I'm getting a David, uh, right. a Dan and, or whatever. Yeah. Right. And this is like so this is a thing that you can non-psychics will do this all the time. They're like, oh this is a gimmick. You want to see me do this? Get me a room of fifty people and I'll do exactly what he does. Yeah. And I'll tell yeah. you that it's bullshit. You just the people in the audience can't all also think that it's bullshit really you have to have kind of a sympathetic audience out there and then it's that's what the so-called cold reading is where you just start throwing out little random snippets and you're waiting for someone to glom onto it and then you just keep drilling down on this person who is already basically acknowledged that they're on board with what you're spinning out you know it's it's i feel like it's a very scary tightrope improv thing you know (laughs) that that it if is, you're yeah. very skilled at it, you can do it well. And I think that that's what yeah. she does. But she also, while she's doing it, is telling you that it's not the thing that she's doing. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. She's telling Goddess Anna yeah. the entire time, like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine if it's not right. I have to. Oh, right. I, I, you know, she's saying, like, it's okay that this isn't working because that's part of the process. So, and, but the, you, uh, we do have a pseudo audience. We do have a room full of people. And that's what happened here is that 
I would say that she got lucky. It's, it's playing yeah. the numbers where someone hits on these vague snippets and then that person acknowledging that this is about her means that now she can zero yeah. in and kind of bring it all together. And that's the, we yeah. paused during the part where they were like, yeah, we did a quintuple blind study or whatever. <laughs> and like, based on the, the, the criteria of what they were describing, I was like, if you gave me 10 people, I could hit that one in 10 times. I can hit those criteria. Right. Well, right. Like, yeah. No think, problem. Like, it's I think, just um, so wild. Yeah. The TV show Psych, which have you all seen? Yes. Or one. Noah? Mm. Yeah. Doug, have you seen? So is a really good example of what psychics do. Um, even though the joke of that show is that he's pretending to be psychic, well, hopefully he won't get caught, but <laughs> he's doing what they do, which is just being a very observant mm-hmm. person who can read a room and is charismatic and dramatic. Like that's all you have yep. to, to be, which a lot of people do have. So she's not wrong that right. a lot of people have the ability to be that person. It's just whether or not you want to put your energy into that sort of thing. Um, right. But, and, and to be honest, like Anna, is Anna charismatic? Probably not, but who cares? Anna is made of marble. <laughs> I have. What a wonderful like, way to wrap up this episode, by the way. I have some exciting updates about Anna. What? Well, first of all, I now follow her on Instagram, where <laughs> nice. she only has 3,800 followers, which is <laughs> outrageous to me. Yeah, it's You're in on the ground floor. I'm in on the ground floor. I'm investing early. What's your last name? Is it? Uh, I don't know if we should say it on the. Okay. I, I guess, no, yeah, it. Actually, Her she's a public figure. Revealed. Yeah, it's uh, Ana Hito. H I T O. So she is uh, not Latinx. Possibly Asian. I don't know. We'll okay. we'll dig more, I guess. Uh, but she is no longer at Goop. Let's. <gasps> of course, she's not. Nope. Uh, Anna, she is the editor in chief of a thing called Tastemaker's Guide. Oh my god! Which, is, which which is a guide to tourism in upstate New York. Oh my god! I'm there <laughs> specifically upstate New York, and she also runs a company. She's the founder of a company called It's a Dinner, which is field to table dinners in Goshen, <laughs> New York, in oh, this one god. town in New York. I you find your niche, her. Anna. You yeah. find your niche. I yeah. love her. I but love no, her but, too. Um, um, but I, what I, uh, <laughs> oh God, I love, I love her so much. But I, <laughs> but what I was gonna say is mostly just like, like it's super easy to go. My funny thing, the thing with that psychic when she was talking to her, and then the sad lady Caitlin who had the mom right. who had passed away. Right. She was doing this thing where she kept going. When a female something comes in, it uh, comes up yeah. my From upper the right. Left side of my screen. Yeah. Yeah. So what does she mean when she said, she wasn't clear. Like, so yeah. you hear them and you hear them up here or are they voices? Are they like, what the fuck? And then she says really <laughs> generic things of like, and she said that to both girls. She was like, I'm getting a female presence on the mother's mm-hmm. side coming in from yeah. here. And it was so like, she just goes off really but generic. Wh- what that is thing. basically saying to let's say a 30 year old person do you have a grandmother who perhaps is deceased right right which of course and i, I want to say that's not that's not a gamble that's, right yeah. and then and then also the other one that was wild is she was like uh is there someone in your family has a birthday coming up i'm like okay <laughs> there's four say four people in the average family split that up there's one every three months 
But yeah, yeah, there's always one coming up. By the way, like, do you think Anna? My cousin got, is having a birthday. Yeah, right. Do you think Anna got canned because she didn't believe in oh my goop God. stuff? I hope. I hope she. I hope she. <laughs> I think I they just they didn't appreciate her because she she's thick with two sides. <laughs> And yeah, they just is. don't appreciate her because <laughs> they are all jealous. But I, I love that when the the psychic lady was like, "So I'm seeing twins. Okay. Maybe I'm gonna go back and see if that comes to me in a different way." And Anna's like, "There's no. Oh no. Hold on. No we twins. skipped over the fucked up part of this episode. Right? He's like, your oh. dead mom says there's two children spirits that are waiting oh. to join you. Like what? <laughs> we were talking about that too because what is this? What is this world in which a psychic is like? telling you that spirits are waiting yeah. for you to give birth to them. Yeah. So cuz that's that's have, another that's another easy pitch. But like if you have an abortion, right? Is this like anti-choice stuff? Like are are no, the no, no. just waiting have, the, have the spirits already connected to the fetus? That's the No, okay, so this is my thought on it, is that, okay. that, that that the psychic medium lady is not presenting it with judgment. She's mm-hmm. trying to hit like easy targets. An easy target is that you, this uh, cis woman in her 30s, perhaps had pressure from your mother to bear children. Ugh, you know what I mean? Which, like yeah. that's which is, I want to say a 90% yeah. success rate. Yeah. Like that's Absolutely. everyone. They're gonna go. Yes, my mother did want me to have children. If your mo- if your mother is in your life, she has absolutely done that. You know, like, yeah, just yeah. No question. That's gonna that's gonna work. So I think that's what you're seeing here is that that they're picking the broadest, most, and all you have to do is throw out like three or four of these general things, right? And then and zero but, in on it. It's also wild that she was doing stuff like I'm seeing your gram, your what was it your grandma's sister, your like grandma's your great sister, aunt. Yeah. Of yeah. course, that woman's great aunt yeah. dead. But also, yeah. how do people know about? That's such an easy way to go where you're like. Oh, a great aunt. She's watching over you because I'm sure that girl didn't know who her grandma's sister was. Yeah. But it was great that she was like, my grandma didn't have a sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love Anna is showing to me is like, how I think that this episode was portrayed as like, look, this works. And to me, it was portrayed as, no, look how this works. Yeah. I think I, I love that. That said, I just want to say though, the psychic stuff not the medium stuff but the psychic stuff i was like well damn like maybe they did find someone on staff who oh, had yeah, some form of like freaky that. psychic connection oh that was i actually the, the dog painting i was gonna say yeah. for that when she was reading that dog painting i literally thought most of the same things based <laughs> on just reading the picture uh, other than the allergy thing i did not pick up but like i think it's just because if you knew that type of dog that type of dog people own because it's uh what do you call it hyper how hypoallergenic hypoallergenic uh, um, okay okay so if you know about that like you would know which most of us do just because the obamas had those type of dogs <laughs> um because obama was uh, allergic to dogs I, but i'm uh, saying did you know that Two things that obama had that dog and two that obama was allergic to dogs did you know either of those things I did not. I did not either. It was in the news for a while that that Obama that that uh, Obama's kids had daughters wanted to have a dog, but he is very allergic Uh, to dogs. So they went and found these particular type of dogs that mm. don't have dander or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm pretty sure it was Obama. Anyway, I don't know. (laughs) That could be out there. I can accept that. Yeah. 
Even war criminals are allergic to dogs sometimes. So, Whoa! Uh, how dare you shit on Obama in the time of Trump? Yep, they're both <laughs> trash. So, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, do you guys have any any last rounding up thoughts uh, for the for the show overall or this episode specifically as we wrap up? Because because uh, I do have to go to bed. <laughs> okay. Ugh. What uh, over any overall impressions that you weren't expecting? No, I mean this is the last one was again. I mean it's hard to say whether the energy therapy stuff or the psychic medium stuff is the most really out there kind of thing. You know, I I uh, I'm less on board with the energy stuff. I I thought that was like this is like therapy plus theatrics. You know. Oh yeah, the, that's actually I what think I said it was earlier. The therapy part in the energy. And that's what I right? that's what I said when we watched that episode. I was like, this is therapy for people that wishes that wish therapy was more theatrical yeah 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 because yeah. it's it's not it's not physical therapy it's it's it is more psychological but it's presented as though it's like energy manipulation hmm. whatever and i'm not opposed to you know hearing stuff from people that died or having weird psychic connections but this episode didn't feel to me like oh good this is like a nice portrayal of it um, I did think when the, the two staff people did have that strange sort of like, wow, you really hit these things. You know, I don't, I don't want to say, I know I, earlier I was like, oh, look, they found a psychic on staff. I don't really believe that. Right. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. but I don't disbelieve the idea that that, right. that kind of thing c- could or perhaps does exist in this world. For me, I have a problem with when it's portrayed as like, oh, no, this is like a formalized system. And I can teach you it, and then you can learn it, and then you can go do it. Just like twelve that, payments at twelve ninety nine. Yeah, right, if everyone me, could do it, like why? Why would you be special? Why would that be? Why would you be a chosen one? Yeah, and and if you could just legitimately use it and learn it, then I think it would very quickly become apparent that if you had five thousand dollars, you could learn this amazing superpower. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So so that's that's it. It's, it's a thing that I kind of low-key want to believe in in the same way that i want to believe in like ghosts and aliens and everything everything that exists in the arrowverse i i feel you so much and also i also the what you just said reminded me about how much i felt like this episode went from being like kind of some self-help show to episodes of sightings from the 90s (laughs) the last two episodes yeah Yeah. it's fun what was the show that that uh, riker had the the oh, oh um, uh, beyond it yeah believe it or not or factor, true, no, factor was it fiction really it was no, called it factor it was called fiction factor fiction yes beyond something i don't know it had beyond like belief. a factor yeah. fiction, beyond no, belief yeah. no, this this episode had the same feeling for me when i watched an episode of <laughs> uh, uh of Riker doing factor fiction beyond right. belief when they're like it's fiction i was like god Damn it, yeah, I really yeah. wanted to play. Or they would do the whole reenactment, and he's like, but did this happen, or didn't it? <laughs> well, you talking about what a fucking intensely bullshit format for a show that is? <laughs> uh, also, it's a great show, though. <laughs> so, yeah, it is good. Have you seen, have you seen the, the meme revival of clips from that show? Uh, I've seen the, the no. reel of just him being like, that was fi- that was fiction, you know. So there's, oh, there's that one that. where he's like, "No, that's false. Yeah, that's that was false. false. We tricked yes. you on this one." Yeah, it's like a super cut of that. Yeah. There's also a super cut of like 
would you believe a turtle could fly? Would you believe <laughs> that a man could lift a car with his mind? Uh, would you believe that water is dangerous? It's, and that's another, <laughs> just a, it's just a nonsense list of questions. Yeah. There's a version of that show with uh, William Shatner, too. Oh, uh, that's gross. Love it. And love it's it. also, yeah, what you would think. It's just really silly. <laughs> it's more silly. But I don't think it's called what the Riker show is. But it happened before the Riker show. But it's a similar format. Jonathan Frakes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I couldn't remember his name. I could only think of Josh right met him once, and apparently yeah, he's rude. He, he, yeah, he was really rude to me. It really it does not out. surprise me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can uh, hear that story on our Patreon episode. Uh, or I think it was on a regular episode, the Comic-Con one maybe, where we got drunk and talked about Comic-Cons. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We forgot to plug also... our Patreon. I'll have to do that on a, on a video. You know, I feel like, Doug, if you're down, I mean, now during, since we're all home, I mean, maybe we should have Doug on every episode. Yeah, Doug on more, more podcasts. <laughs> if yeah. you want to. If you yeah, want. Yeah, we yeah. can talk about it off cast, but if you want to. Except for the one where you're gonna like take mushrooms, because I had uh, uh, a comic <laughs> stay at my house a couple years ago uh, as a favor, a Portland comic, and then he's like, "Hey, thanks, I left you some stuff uh, as a thank you," and it was like a couple of random comics that he clearly bought like at a gas station, and then <laughs> I want to say like an air freshener, just like <laughs> random stuff, and then like a a a a, a baggie with like two dried up psilocybin mushrooms in it he's like thanks for letting me stay uh, if i uh, uh, if it's a phil schallberger so it was oh, okay the whole, the, whole, the whole gift pack was intentionally 100 makes yeah. sense yeah i was so confused yeah. i was like picturing i was picturing like like your your rando like your marcus cole you're like no rando. no <laughs> for, which so i shouldn't even like, mention now um but yeah i was like picturing so was, them that's perfect this sense. was legit consciously like this is a weird yeah. thing and and it's beautiful i loved it and i've had those mushrooms in my freezer for those two years or more now. <laughs> really oh and, my god and i i think about it i feel like i have a loaded psychedelic gun pointed at my brain that i'm afraid <laughs> to touch i feel that so hard <laughs> i totally know i had so Point being, I would be down for just about any episode that you want to the do. Mushroom. I absolutely am not down yeah. to the Mushrooms episode. Like, Josh wants to do that. And, ugh, I don't I know. think it would be a great I, episode. I, think it'd change I mean, I, I, I understand um, why you feel that way, but... Ugh. I don't think I can so, do it remotely. Like, I might be talked into, like, doing it in person, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. just a Zoom... A Zoom. If we, can, if we can be in yoga mats around each other with some foliage and hold hands. <laughs> Uh, so this has been How Bad Can It Be? Uh, this is probably two bad. or three episodes. Uh, yeah, you know what? A much better show than I expected, but still fucking rage-inducing. Um, I'd watch another season of it. I would absolutely. You mean yeah. Goop is rage-inducing. Our show is actually very fun. Yes. You know, we've, I, seen an, we've seen an uptick in one-star reviews lately, and they, never, <laughs> and they never leave a reason why. Are you sure and, they're not because they're people that are mad at you? I mean, it, that's possible, it, but, like, anyways. Uh, thanks for listening. We're going to have an episode out about, oh, Doug. Actually, maybe you should watch this and you should get in on this in the next couple of days. Uh, sure. There's a show called uh, Labor of Love, and it's like mm. The Bachelor, but instead of trying to get married, one of them impregnates her. 
And oh, in the first episode, they she's meet. She's looking for a goddamn prank. Within 10 minutes, they have to go in a trailer and jack off in a cup and have their sperm tested. <gasps> it's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yes. But, uh, oh, my God. We, we got an episode. Maybe that'll be a patron episode because we got to do one yep. of those. But, okay. you know, if yeah. you're down. All right. Oh, I'm down. Just just oh. message me afterwards. We'll uh, we'll work out some details. Oh, good. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I don't know how to stop recording. Oh no. <laughs> People stuck. have been sad. People have been sad for the loss of Doug. People yeah. are really sad about that. I'm always shocked at how many people listen to our podcast. I've got a lot of people who are like, "Oh, I listen to your your podcast, blah blah blah." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, really? no, okay. Thanks. All right. Okay, well, I'm back, baby. <laughs>